can connect and test until five minutes. We are live, it sounds like. Okay. Uh, good morning. This is Monday morning at nine o'clock uh, Eastern Standard on October 17th. And this is the Tattoo Weekly with Jake Meeks, Lauren Gregory, and me. I'm Gabe Ripley. And every Monday morning, we cover some news topics from the, the, the past and maybe uh, talk about some fun things for the future. This is all beaming out on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, what's going on here and how you can join in all these other live streams while we're doing some tests. And uh, well, yeah, so I guess I'm going to try to just get this going here. Um, I have a script so that I don't uh, lose my place. Okay, this is where we would start the uh, edit if we were. Uh, welcome to Guy Agenson's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattoo artists, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all invited to join into these live streams to catch up with us in real life, ultimately to share with each other, inspire each other, and do better tattoos and get better tattoos together and create art. Uh, better art. Uh, you could find Reinventing the Tattoo in either of the app stores, that's uh, the Apple or Google, just search for Reinventing the Tattoo. There is the Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel. Uh, there's a Roku. So if you have Roku, do a search for the Reinventing the Tattoo app. And there's uh, like 15 uh, channels going on at any given time, 24-7. Uh, so all of your fun replays. Uh, th that same replay playlist is also on the homepage of Reinventing that um, you could check out. Uh, yes, and then we are also beaming out on all of the major uh, podcast directories. So you might be listening to us in the Apple Podcast or Spotify um, either way, if you're not watching us on any of those other channels and you love them, then you should go find Reinventing the Tattoo there. You can always find the latest and greatest re uh, for reinventing on reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, there are free courses on history and uh, there's a free community there. There's a full, like I said, if you go uh, down, there's a replays 24 7. There's all those channels, including Drunk Critique against our uh, better judgment, uh, as well as the professional development courses. That is the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon that you've probably heard lots of people, tons of thousands and thousands of tattooers talk about. If you don't have a new digital copy of the Canon, it's like 400 a year. It's uh, kept up to date. It's got tons of videos. It's got years of um, Monday exercises on replay. So you could follow along and draw and kind of uh, catch, you know, it's, it's next best for being there live. But if you missed it, you could still uh, uh, re-experience it. Then, uh, yes, what else we have here? Oh, oh, so Special Effects 101. That's the new... Uh, update. Uh, so this is a quote from Guy. We are always looking to expand our toolkits and nothing beats those quick, simple tricks that can make all the difference. I know from experience that it's usually a bit more complicated than that. It's more like a full, well-rounded understanding of the process plus a bag of tricks. So yeah, check it out. Uh, Reinventingthetattoo.com uh, is to get to Canon. I'm supposed to plug the next show. Today's uh, the next show would be, oh, uh, tonight at 5 at 5 p.m. every Monday is uh, Feelings with Robbie Ripple. Uh, you may have caught him on uh, some of the actual uh, network TV, tattoo TV shows. And every week uh, he's uh, inviting people to beam him. I think uh, he's got a co-host. Ah, it's not here in front of me. I think it's Dusty. D, D, D. I sorry, I got dyslexia, I think. Anyways, five o'clock on Mondays uh, with Robbie Ripple. Yesterday's show was the Reinventing Drawing Group with Jason Lisa. That happens every 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Let's see here. Uh, I plugged Reinventing the Tattoo, uh, TattooNow.com. I do technology for tattooers. And I'm definitely, uh, I'm launching uh, three sites this week, as well as a whole set of comprehensive tools. Actually, what's really fun is I'm 
working with some freelancers now. So if you're a tattoo shop or a tattoo artist looking for some artist support, virtual artist support or virtual artist management, um, I think Lauren might talk about it. Anyways, I'm wrapping this up, this intro. I hope it's working everywhere. Um, Fireside Tattoo Network is another YouTube channel. Jake Meeks is the uh, the ringleader for that. You should check it out. Uh, okay, I think we're pretty much through here, right? Uh, positive reviews. Sorry, I'm falling apart. It's Monday morning. Uh, it's uh, uh, positive reviews out on the channels, wherever you're watching, because all these channels are new, even though reinventing's, you know, very old. But um, your, your positive reviews bounce everything up in the algorithms. Constructive criticisms to management at reinventingthetattoo.com, as well as, um, I don't know. Any, any other uh, any other conversations if you want us to come to the conventions or whatever, although I'm kind of avoiding them. We are headed to Hell City. I guess we could start the show now. So usually I would, I, I have no idea. I'm not controlling it. I have no idea what's going on. Ha! Um, We're good, Gabe. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure I've had my meds yet. Anyway. How, uh, how are you guys? Doing pretty good. How are you, Jake? I'm good. I'm good. After that 40 minute intro, we have about 15 minutes left to uh, go. <laughs> you know, we, uh, keep, something. we keep meaning to uh, make some recordings of it so that yeah. we could just chop it uh, down to like get, get it five minutes or under would be the uh, ideal course. <laughs> yeah. But oh, there's good. no ads yeah. in between. So hope you guys had a good weekend. Are we doing intros real quick or are we just going to jump into the show? Intros. That would intros. Yeah. All right, I'm Jake with Fireside Tattoo Network, where we blur the lines between tattooing and fine art. Go to firesidetattoo.com. Very nice. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Um, I'm Lauren with uh, Reinventing the Tattoo, and I've also been doing some cool stuff with Gabe lately that we might kind of get the rabbit hole um, thing going. But yeah, nice to see everybody. Today is the 50th episode, so I thought it would be cool ah. to see you guys today. Absolutely. Uh-oh, 50. Well, I'm, I'm glad I did a full intro. I'm Gabe Ripley from Tattoo Now and Paradise Events, and uh, I do some freelance work for uh, some awesome people, and I'm excited to uh, yeah, just talk geek and, and business with people every Wednesday is when I talk with people every... Anyways, uh, Gabe Ripley, Tattoo Now. All right. Now we can play the old intro. That's right. Yeah. Well, great, great I have to skip that today. <laughs> the file is uh, MIA. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're skipping, okay. Skipping the old intro. Maybe Actually, you know what? Have... I spoke too soon. Let's roll our intro clip, you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have to give me a little slack because I'm a little tired today. <laughs> I was at a really cool convention that I'll talk to you guys about in just a minute that we drove through the night to get back. All right, here we go. Just as good as the last time I saw it. 
Yep. We, we should have had a new one for our 50th episode that at least had the correct date on it. Oh, man. Yeah. Amazing that we've gone 50 episodes where we probably had like 40 of them with uh, the, the wrong time. Uh, yeah. Sunday sun, Sunday nights is just too much. What's going on here with my yeah. camera here? You know, yeah, I don't see you. I don't see you. Yeah, you know, when we moved it to Monday mornings, I thought, wow, this will be a lot better. But then for some reason, my Monday mornings have become busier than my Sunday nights. So that's just the way that it goes. Just you, uh, you make time for the things that you make time for, right? So that is true. Yeah. So how was everyone's uh, weekend? What what show were you at, Lauren? Uh, Resurrection Island. Um, oh right. Dennis put that on a breaking skin tattoo in Bridgeport, Ohio. So the actual convention was in Wheeling, West Virginia. I got to say, it was, it was very well curated. It was a good event. It had a lot of personality. Um, it's hard to say because, you know, Chris Taylor put on the Indie Tattoo Expo recently, you know, previously as well. Uh, Derb's got Health City in Columbus. But I'm really impressed with what Dennis has um, put together for Resurrection Island. I've got tons of pictures and videos, all sorts of stuff. Um, Jason Leister was there. Sweet. You have uh, some of those things to show today? Uh, yeah. Um, beyond that, last night was really cool. Uh, I don't know if you remember meeting Elaine. She was at the Red uh, Red Tree event, the Reinventing Live at the beginning of February. Gabe, okay, do you yeah. remember? She I was taking the, the seminar that I was getting tattooed at. So Jason Sorry, and, I, I just popped back in. Okay, so Jason and I happened to be in the... Jason invited to Elaine to work in his booth at Resurrection Island. And uh, she was tattooing the model that I was shooting one of the Resurrection dolls this weekend. But she tattooed a pumpkin. I swear, like the first thing that came to mind was that it looked like if Bob Tyrell had a daughter. I know that's kind of like an extreme thing to say, but it was like feathered in. But she was at the seminar. I don't know, Gabe, if you remember her. Uh, uh, I yeah, I do kind of actually. Yes, this is uh, you were saying this is one of Jason's friends from uh, me yeah. self. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it made the sure. weekend really special because she won um, Tattoo of the Day yesterday for Black and Gray. Nice. First award uh, or anything uh, like that. Fuck yeah. So Jason sent a little text over to Bob and he um he gave the the good word. That was pretty cool. Awesome. Really cool experience. Oh, that's great. You know, uh, we we were just uh, setting up uh working on Black and Gray Week down at uh, Unify with Bart and uh, Pepper in Florida for uh for next year. Uh a couple of cool people have already confirmed. So it's uh I think it's in May. We haven't gotten the dates everything, but uh one of the things we were thinking of is um you know, those the seminars and, and uh, people that have taken them. There's another fellow who uh, took uh, Black and Gray Week. Actually, I was thinking of Black and Gray Week. Uh, this guy, Gabriel. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to find him. There's another guy, Gabriel, that'll show you his work. He does uh, uh, amazing Black and Gray shit. Now he's doing, uh, he's teaching. He's got a YouTube channel and stuff. It's awesome. I can show you guys Elaine's work, too, while we're at it, because it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's check it out. But yeah, it was cool to see the reaction because we all had like an end of the night tequila toast, you know, and then um, mm -hmm. we turned around and she was kind of realizing that she was that Marissa was the winner. It was a really cool experience, like I was saying. Yeah, amazing. that's great. Here we go. Oh, yeah. See if you see the Bob that I'm talking about. These were up in their booth of pretty cool stuff. Yeah, awesome. Man, I had that reminds me seeing that saw. I have one of these, one of those saws from um uh what's that guy? Old five and dime. Do you guys anyone in the chat know old five and dime? I don't know the guy's name. I think he's out of St. Louis or whatever, but I got one of his hand painted saws. It's like 
says like tattoo be gone or something like that on it and it, it hangs in my uh hangs in my studio mm-hmm. i love old rusty saws with uh mm-hmm. with uh like that are painted on i'm gonna try to wear these glasses on if you can try to wear some glasses today but they might fall off they're broken uh yeah i always feel horrible hey, this, was a, this was a convention here yeah it's really really and you guys did some uh, live coverage uh yesterday right oops sorry we did do some live coverage yesterday for Jason's uh, drawing group. So, uh, yeah, we set up the cameras a little differently. We set up one, you know, just in the booth looking at what was going on. And then Kyle actually was there, too, and walked around with a phone to get, you know, the booths. Pretty cool. Nice. When the mics were working, it was pretty cool. When the mics were working. When the mics were working. Ah, techie. Mm-hmm. The, uh... Yeah. Otherwise, it was nice. Awesome. Awesome. That's exciting. So who's... uh? Who's going to make it to um, uh, to Richmond this coming weekend? Just me? Just you, Jake. And Dan, who's on the and chat Dan. right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Dan's going to come help me out. It was unfortunate. I heard at the last minute, one of the main reasons that I'm going to Richmond is to uh, record the um, the Academy, mm-hmm. uh, which Jesse does each year, and he had to cancel it this year. Oh. Uh, the lack of lack of sales and I, I jumped on a call with him for a little while yesterday and it was really just a uh, lack of promotion really because I mean it's a stellar lineup really great tattoo. fantastic lineup and yeah uh, yeah he does he gets some illustrators some nft folks he has these two guys that are going to be there that um that i forget their names right now but they did uh, uh an nft drop earlier this year that did eight million dollars in the first hour <laughs> oh so they'll be exciting to talk to yeah yeah for sure although now now is it what well, of course now it's only 6.3 million dollars right yeah exactly yeah, uh, hey but, uh, but actually before we move on to well, i'd love to talk about uh well i guess if it's canceled it's good to, to kind of let people know that the not the richmond show but just the uh academy that's on monday yeah yeah the show uh, is still going on it's just the monday academy yeah, so cool. everything else is happening let me uh, i want to uh follow up with the black and gray uh uh, artists because uh it, yeah it's a, it's a good call and it's really fun to showcase previous uh previous students work because uh sometimes it gets killer so quick and this guy this now this first uh black and gray week was a while back i don't know it must have been five years ago six years ago maybe but uh you'll see here that uh, i think we did, we did like four days of seminars in a row this uh, his fellows uh fellow santiago gabriel and he's, he's out of san diego Okay. And uh, he does have a, a full YouTube channel where he'll, he'll help break some of this stuff down. But uh, here, I'll just grab the really nice. first one here. I, uh, let's find, uh, you know, some of this, uh, you know, obviously the hair parts or yeah. the. Uh, yeah, really nice. This reminds me a little bit after last week's show, I think it was someone in the chat mentioned Fred Tattoo, who I've followed for years, but he hasn't been in my feed in forever. So I took a little time after that show and went through and just looked at all of his black and gray work. And it's real. Some of this, this uh, these animal portraits reminded me of it. Uh, it's really just so good. This guy, like, I forget, you forget. I mean, of course, they're, you know, they're oh, thousands yeah. of people like him, but just like, oh, I went back God, and motherfuck. I went back and looked at that cat that we looked at with the green eyes uh, the other day. I uh-huh. his gun, and he didn't believe it was real. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Great work. Look yeah. at that. Get, uh, get Fred down for Black and Gray Week. You think he wants to come to Florida? 
we would well he'll be he could be on the list although it's only five uh folks we'll, we'll do another one if he wants to come though right yeah absolutely <laughs> you could probably squeeze him in yeah we'll we'll make it happen yeah so uh, it's pretty cool so far the um that's awesome but uh we need to sort of fight up and also the dates for the business retreat we have so we have the offer i guess we were talking about it live on the air uh yeah right, yeah right, at, right after the inspiring tour with nick and sean if there's enough interest, and this might be a place to gauge some interest, I suppose, um, we could do our two-day business, two-and-a-half-day business uh, intensive think tank. And then I believe Nikki Simpson and DJ Poole will be doing an inspiring tour the three or four days after. So we'd be so, sandwiched right between those those two. So that, guess, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, and we could overlap, or you could, you could overlap for uh, some of both. Mm-hmm. um and then if somebody wanted to take both uh, or two of the three they could um yeah and, and or yeah. just kind of come in for the weekend it's uh so we'll have to solidify up the details mm-hmm. but that's the yeah. uh yeah so i mean i, I think you know I, and i haven't done um a, a business seminar personally but i do focus a lot on business and mindset and priorities and um you know your why and all of that type of thing quite a bit uh i manage multiple you know, multiple businesses and, and the biggest one is not art related at all. So I'm, I'm constantly having to shift my mindset and, uh, and stay focused. And I love talking about that stuff. I could definitely put together a day or two. One thing that I'd like oh, to yeah. do is the spot. Uh, one thing that I'd like to do while we were there, if, if, if we can make it happen, uh, would be to, to do breakout kind of painting and drawing groups just to make some use of that, what looks like a beautiful space. Oh, of course. Yeah. It would be uh, remiss of us to, to have you there and not do that. Right. Of course um to do that and i'm sure that we could set up the uh you know maybe if we have a you know some graphic design in mind you know mm-hmm. might be able to do some paintings or some drawings or some ipad creations or whatever with the intention of bringing it in to make a trifold or to make some sort of poster for uh you know so we could um go over what goes into proper graphic design you know it doesn't have you know and or not you could just do it for for fun I don't, you know again we get to put it all together yeah um, yeah uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, we probably should should hammer out the details if we're going to make it happen and at least put up a landing page where we could send people if they are interested uh, and to see if we can gauge enough interest. We wouldn't be looking for many people, would we? What? No, like five, five, five six you know, people. I mean, maybe six or seven, um, yeah. you know, but it, it gives us the opportunity to really, you know, cater the the two days to, to them. Right. So uh, everyone always has different starting points and, um, you know, it's so having that few people is just amazing i mean we did a one of these you know with uh with, with sean and nick and by the time you get to critiquing you know it's you know there's so much there's a, a shared vocabulary there's a you know already for for you know three days of shared experiences and and learning about each other and um and then you know so it becomes really thoughtful and to your you know to your point you know you're certainly you know most known for uh you know, you're, you're tattooing and you're, you're painting and you're crossing over in the, in the podcasts and all that. But, you know, I know that you also do like mastermind business, you know, four times yeah. a year. Like, you know, you're yeah, like flying around to like go yeah. and talk with experts. Right. Four <laughs> times a year. I spend uh, for the last almost t- t- maybe not 10 years, probably seven or eight years. I've been a member of strategic coach. And of course, when you're a men- member of some coaching group, they end up pushing you in the direction of other really great coaches and thinkers and 
business owners. And so I've, I definitely find myself in that, in that world a lot. And I really, you know, I really enjoy it. And I think one thing that might be fun with you and I doing something like that together, first off, it would be for a pretty specific group of people, people are trying to, whether they're shop owners are looking to make some type of transition, I think in their, you know, in their, in their business life, maybe they're looking to, to step up their, their, um, uh, quality of work life. Oh, maybe they better be a street shop to a, <laughs> to a custom shop, or maybe someone that's looking to go from tattooing in a shop to opening their own studio or for, or stepping up their studio an existing studio to making it something that's higher, a higher level, but you are really pinned in and dialed in on, on developing processes. Um, and so I think we could probably divide and I'm, you know, probably more so than me. So I think we could probably divide up the workload a little bit, especially with a small group of people and really have some like fun kind of thinking uh, exercises to 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 expand people's uh, mindset over a what, two day, oh, three day period. Uh, it's like a two, two and a half day. So I think uh, Friday is like a crossover day, you know, so we'll probably get started in the afternoon, evening. You know, maybe that's the, uh, you know, we're not doing trust falls or any of that, but, you know, get to know each other kind of stuff, uh, figure out how the how the dynamic is, you know, see who's strength. And part of the beauty of these two is people sharing with each other also, as you know, um, you know, so it's like we, we, you know, I remember as I was doing the lead up to one of the, one of these, somebody that was inside of the group for the couple of days ahead was like, you know, you really should be like making sure that every moment is taken care of and do the itineraries and whatnot. And I'm like, you know, I, I do so many events like that. And uh, this one is pretty cool. It's like we really just say we're going to do one thing at noon or maybe one, um, you know, and then, of course, we're doing something at three or, you know, we're, do we're doing stuff all the time. Right. But um, as far as like a real stringent uh, itinerary, you know, we keep we kind of intentionally keep it loosey goosey, you know, but again, everyone that's there has the intention of, of learning and sharing and getting better and figuring out, you know, what you know, again, not, next level is such a weird thing to say, but like where it is that they're going and, and what they can learn from people, right? That's um, pretty yeah. sad. It's, um, uh, we, we, we can wrap this, you know, this part of the discussion up, but I was, uh, one thing that I would say may, has made such a huge difference to me and coach over the years is while I love the workshops and the curriculum and the, 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 the thinking exercises and all of the little, uh, uh, the things that we do with the coach, most of the value from strategic coach for me has come from, uh, the other participants, like the other the other entrepreneurs that who are in the group, because they're my real accountability partners, you know. And the funny thing is, is like I don't know anything about their business, and obviously there's no other tattooer in the in strategic coach that I know. And so, um, right. so what we so it's not that we know a lot about each other's businesses, but what what we end up doing is helping each other talk through a lot of things that we really already know about our own business, and just holding a you know pulling out the most valuable pieces and then holding each other accountable for, for seeing those things through, you know, the, I was reading some book last night and I forget the quote, but it's like, uh, it's something about, um, uh, it's not, um, uh, the biggest problem with people not reaching their goals isn't that the goal is difficult, but that there is a clearer path to a lesser goal. So you constantly end up doing things that aren't as, or as bold as what you're capable of. And that, that group of people helped me to do things that are bolder than what I would be capable of otherwise. So, so if you, if we had five or six people that came and, and participated in some thinking exercises, they would provide more value to each other probably than we would to them, you know, often. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if I've ever been accused of not trying to go a little bit too far, <laughs> figure out where the, where the limits are. My, but I, I, but you know, for me, it's like I'm trying to really learn mitigated risk, right? It's like, oh shit, I don't, I don't always have to put it all in. And I remember, 
just leading up to the Colorado convention. So I don't know, maybe five or six years into the, into the tattoo shop and everything was going and rolling. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I've spent my whole life figuring out, you know, I started off trying to figure out how to make two nickels into a quarter and then a quarter into fucking a buck, you know, and then now all of a sudden I'm on a, you know, six, seven figure business, seven figure business, you know, and it was rolling. I was like, wait, I don't have to risk everything. And, um, you know, a year. And I think maybe that lasted for about six months. But because it was in my nature, I was just like, oh, we could buy a theater building. You know, I could go bigger. I could go, you know, let's, you know, now, you know, you know, and, you know, I remember signing those papers for the bank, too, and being like, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right. You know, now it's like, OK, don't, you know, to your point, like, you know, just sometimes, you know, making sure you're not borrowing more than you have that you could actually pay off right away or, or all those like, you know, fundamental business lessons you know I, I did have to learn the hard way and so many tattoo shops learn the hard way um it's great to be able to like help people not learn the hard way uh, and it's really satisfying to see uh shops tighten their shit up right because you know I'm, I'm still there's still repercussions you know years later uh some of them warranted a lot of and some of them not but you know uh you could you could protect yourself there's no reason why you couldn't right and if i listened to my wife and a couple other people then i would have too so anyways right <laughs> the end yeah. of that session. <laughs> right. Well, let's um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's move. Lauren, did we lose you? Did you go to sleep? She said she'd been back in a few minutes. Did you prepare okay. your uh, folder of uh, who the fuck did these awesome tattoos? This I is a normal not, segment I do, now. I do have. I, yeah, I, I will prepare some for that. I, I didn't prepare any today, but I do have something to um, that that I've been kind of playing around with that I wanted to kind of introduce uh, awesome. a, a project. Uh, so like a lot of uh, a lot of other tattooers out there I've, I've been kind of playing around with the um the ai um image mm. generators by using prompts and some people are doing some really really cool stuff with that i'm not mm. doing cool stuff with it at all i haven't really learned the prompt process i'm getting better but i'm definitely not doing things on the level that a, that a lot of these other folks are and so what i decided i was going to do instead uh because i've 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 heard from several uh, high-level artists, painters, illustrators, tattooers that are, that are friends of mine uh, that you know getting a text message with an image of some computer-generated, you know, AI-generated uh, art, and they're going like, "Holy crap, we're going to be out of a job soon!" And there's been this really like like this mentality of scarcity, you know, where we're just like, "Oh my god, we're like we have to where we have a limited amount of time before these uh, robots take over and start drawing pictures better than we do." Uh, I decided to kind of try to take it a different way. And so I've been creating uh, some pretty like abstract um, minimalist types of designs with prompts. And then what I've done for the first time, and I'll show you one example here, is I'm I'm printing on canvas the loose sort of paintings. And here's one. I can't remember what my prompt was, but I have a series of these. Mm. Uh, and then if you look behind me, I don't know if you can see these two kind of red landscape looking pieces that are that are yep. on my easel but um uh so i've done a few like that and what i'll do is i'll get something that's kind of loose and then i'll do variations of that exact piece four or five variations and i'll find the ones that that allow the most room to explore and i print them on these cheap canvases and i'm going to send them out to painters and illustrators that i know to paint on top of them and then i'm going to do the same thing so we'll all paint on top of them i haven't decided yet if we're going to collab paint like you know like uh, the first one i'm sending this one i just showed you is going to my buddy adam shaw today who's one of my favorite painters and illustrators. Uh, he, it's going to him today. And I haven't decided if if we're going to like send it to someone and just let them paint the entire thing. Or in Adam's case, if he's going to start the painting uh, and then send it back to me and I'll paint on top of it until we find that it's finished. Uh, we'll just let the, you know, we'll let the process 
make that decision for us. But I think it's like a fun way to kind of play with the this new style of of art. And these canvases were like these are eleven by fourteens. They're not the greatest, you know, but they're fine. And they're twelve. The, it was twelve bucks for an eleven by fourteen. So with shipping and all, I got like five six canvases shipped to me for sixty bucks. And so which is you know that's a fun you know that that's that's an affordable uh 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 kind of thing to do for such a fun project i think so so i'm excited i'm excited to send it out send them out if any other tattooers want to participate or or artists or whatever uh, as we move forward uh reach out to me uh, info at firesidetattoo.com and um and we'll see if we can't maybe make a little collaborative project out of this and maybe even have a show since it's real live paintings you know that'd be awesome yeah. gabe did we lose you Oh, no, no, I'm in the background here. I was just oh. uh, feeling a little chatty, and so I was uh, making way for Jake. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I'm also in the uh, chat room here. There's you know, some people saying hello and whatnot, so uh, paying a little attention to them. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few folks. we got uh, not a lot on Fireside today. Dan, uh, Amber Morgane. Uh... You know, I was thinking Dan should, uh, not that he has excess time, but um, <laughs> using the AI uh, prompts to go after logos and shit, you know, yeah. that is, yeah, that's what they seem to be doing almost flawlessly. Um, I watched a YouTube video on, uh, I've been watching a lot on, on making better prompts. And with their, and of course, there are different um, programs that people are using. I've been using Dolly for these, but mm -hmm. uh, there, are, there are quite a few of them. My son just introduced me to another one that's super simple uh, over the weekend that I haven't played with yet. But um, uh, one thing that they're doing really well is creating like flat graphic logos. If you can learn to prompt them the right way, I watched this guy create. He he came up with this scenario as if Apple uh, were creating their own like um, Xbox or, or PlayStation controller, and uh, and so he did like real 3D models of the controller first within the in the style of the you know that Apple that minimalist kind of style that Apple would do, which was pretty cool. And then he said, okay, make a logo for the company. And these logos were like awesome. I mean, yeah. really, really good. I couldn't believe it. Like thoughtful, like really smart, really clever use of light and shadow, and like, but in a flat, you know, graphic kind of way. I was like completely impressed. I, I would have, you know, I, I would go on ninety nine designs and pay five hundred bucks for you know for that logo. It's, yeah, like uh, you know, I. Of course, you know how it rolls, right? I saw a couple of YouTube videos and I'm like, oh shit. And I went right there and I got my credits and I started doing stuff that looked like, mm, eh, and was like, well, someone that's a little bit more, has a little bit more time devoted towards figuring out how to be a, a AI, uh, what do you call them, prompter artist, yeah. I guess, right? I don't, yeah, I don't know the, I don't know the terminology. I definitely, I mean, we'll definitely do some fireside episodes on the technology in, in the future yeah. uh, as, you know, as people get better and better with it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the only reason why I kind of have some hope for, uh, you know, the way that the, the, the machine language, at least the way that it's learning now, right? It's like predicting the future based off of the algorithms of the past, right? And then in some ways that's always been copyable. Anything that we ever come up with is copyable and with technology more and more of it's becoming copyable and copy i mean who you can't find a visual artist to cry on the shoulder of a musician that you know technology could take over right <laughs> you know like because digital allows things just to you know basically be replicated without you know with very minimal cost yeah. and uh but you know what the AI can't you know and it could, it could predict the future better than people really can based on the past but it can't like based the future based off of like hunches and 
things that should happen in the future, right? Like, I mean, and, and in some ways, like, again, this is where the, this utopia happens, right? If all of a sudden the AI is like the easiest route is for, you know, self-destruction, like we literally need to have the people being like, yeah, but we could use the AI, you know, to steer it towards, you know, uh, healthy goals, right? You know, I, I don't know, I listen to, I mean, we're on the social media, so we might as well, we could talk about it a little bit, right? There's the, um, what's, there's a, uh, you know, the social dilemma guys, you know, they have some podcasts, you know, they, they, they talk a lot about how the algorithms are designed to keep us sucked in and, you know, addicted um, when they don't have to, right? And there's ways that we could, uh, you know, make sure that, uh the technologies are better and, and youtube is actually slowly getting sucked into that right we're i mean I'm, we're doing shorts now of all the things and the mm -hmm. anyways yeah 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 well I'm, I'm excited about this you know particular technology for no other reason just thinking of it as a tool rather than as a replacement and of course you know at, at this point I'm, we're, we're not tattooers themselves aren't super threatened if i'm a design if i'm a graphic designer if i design logos uh i might see this <laughs> current technology as a little bit of a threat but uh but you know for for tattooers i'm thinking of it still as a great tool particularly to start off ideas you know a lot of times i, I leave a consultation without a clear idea of what the composition looks like you know i you know we've, i've made all the notes i've talked to the client and i'm kind of fumbling with with ideas and just being able to jump onto one of these discord servers or or into Dolly's website and and throw a few prompts out using the keywords that the uh that the client gave me and just see you know and just you know just say like well yeah, this was you know this is kind of what they said and this is the little bit of a vision that i have and then see what happens from it you know it's obviously isn't something you're going to trace and stencil uh but you could at least from a compositional standpoint from a color standpoint from you know a hierarchy of shape standpoint you might get something especially if it generates you know four images within 10 seconds and then you can say i like this one the best of the four shoot me four more that are built off of this one mm -hmm. and just continue mm -hmm. to do that until you run out of credits you know sure uh, sure you know, uh, Kasparov, it's the conclusion that Kasparov has come to the, the chess champion uh, who, who got beat by uh, AI under, you know, by now, like the computers are beating, you know, people at Go and whatnot, right? But the, the, the human combination with AI always beats AI or, you know, AI beats person, but person and AI always beats AI for now, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but again, part of it's, you know, you, to your point, you, you, using these as tools, and that's what I'm saying, it's like, we want to engage and, and, you, and you've been experimenting with some of these with, uh, you know, some, you know, headlines and, and trying to figure out how to, you know, yeah, create our, our yeah. scripts that are a little bit more um, creative, like in ways, right? It's like, there's ways that, you know, again, to your point, it's like, you, you can't like just copy paste that shit and it looks like crap and it doesn't really perform well. Uh, but like, you, oh, wait a minute, maybe I could actually think about it and do my own research. I guess I off, it's like a uh, stock photos or stock video or stock audio, right? Whenever I see that stuff like out in the real world in production, for the most part, I'm like, oh, no, 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 that, that's meant for you to use as like a sketch, you know, and then put the real banjo on top of that, not that stock shit that we've all heard a million times or like, and, and you know, not using the same second rows off of the, third page of the Google search, you know, you're supposed to use that and then do your thing, uh, you know, over it or something. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a jumping off point, but I think it's really great whenever you find yourself, uh, you know, uninspired sometimes, or just, or just afraid to do the same thing, you know, over again, a lot of times when a client comes in and wants something, uh, you know, from, from me wants to get tattooed, their idea isn't, you know that original most of the time whenever i hear it i go like oh yeah i know exactly how i would normally do that 
but you know, what if, you know, nearly, you know, 27 years in, I don't want to do it that way this time. What if I can like prompt something and get a completely new idea to start, you know, sure. as a base. And I think that's a fun way to think about this, but yeah, to your, to your point, I, I, I wasn't even relating the two for whatever reason, but I did subscribe to Jasper uh, dot AI, which is a, uh, which is also now they're starting to get into this image game as well, but, but originally they were um, like, an, it, they help you come up with great headlines or blog posts, or, you know, you could say something like, you know, give me, you know, 300 words on, you know, the evolution of tattoo machines. It wouldn't be very good at that because there's just not enough information out there for it to, for it to, you know, to find it thoughtful together, but it might give you a good start where you could at least, uh, you know, start editing down from there. But if you had, if it were something like real estate or digital marketing or something where there's just trillions of pieces of content out there, it would do an awesome sure. job putting together that like top mm -hmm. 10 marketing secrets of 2022. It could do that with no, no help at all, you know? Uh, sure. yeah. so. Craig, Craig. Well, hey, uh, speaking of human uh, beings and real original uh, ideas, have you caught up with uh, uh, Jeff Gogway and Laura Jade's new uh, magazine? You know, Dan uh, shot me a text photo of of it, uh, and I know uh -huh. he's in the Has chat. It, uh, let us yeah, know, we, yeah, in the, in the chat rooms or anywhere. Has anybody uh, seen it or heard it? I've got it right here, so I can show it off. If, uh, yeah, I'd love to see I, it. Know, I will show it off. The, um, but I want to see a little action first. So you buy it. Uh, funny that you ask. Uh, <laughs> you could head straight over to um, Olinjar is the name of it. Okay, so, sorry, this is a new website. Okay, Olinjar. O-L-I-N-J-A-R. Okay. Uh, Right. And they have been shipped. You know, it's uh, Jeff and Laura. They haven't updated their blog. But if you head on over to purchase, um, yeah, I'll show it. I can show it off here uh, in person here. Because um, I've got my good camera. I've got my light. I just got it. I was wicked excited. You know, and um, it's definitely something that you're going to be putting time into. You know, it's, it's thought out. It's not, uh, you know, meant to be, you know, just devoured really quickly like instant but you know this is hana mantra you're fucking badass it's on some of the videos of course um you know there's trips and interviews uh you know the, a lot of japan yeah uh, how do i do this here so yeah, cool. um yeah out of control planning to do this do, do you know is it something they're doing quarterly or i believe it's quarterly yes mm -hmm. and uh you know they uh yes the, idea, the, the goal is to be quarterly. Uh, it's their self-publishing, right? So um, I don't know, you know, hopefully that means, uh, you know, every three months, but if it means every four months, you know, they're, they're artists and people, they, they tattoo every day and whatnot. And, um, yeah. yeah. So, so you buy it by the issue. You're not subscribing for a year or anything like no, that. No, no, uh, I believe you subscribe for the year here. And okay. uh, yeah, you'll get, you know, so definitely four issues, right? I mean, I remember, you remember uh, Tattoo Artist Magazine, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, with self, you know, publishing, it's, uh, I mean, and Jeff and Lauren, they're, they're, they're pros for sure. So I'm not, I don't want to uh, second guess anything. I'm just saying, um, they, they say it's quarterly, but yeah. But uh, here we go. There's a US subscription, Canadian subscriptions, internationals, uh, single issues. So you can get the, the first issues here. Um, and yeah, perfect. I will definitely jump on in. Yeah, I have no, you know, I, you know, I worked with, with, with Jeff and Lauren in the past. I have no affiliation whatsoever now. So I don't, I know as much as you do now. You know, I've gone to the okay. website once and uh, I did get it. So uh, I did subscribe to it. So uh, yeah. certainly everyone should. I would, uh, um, you what know. Is uh, term, what does the term Olinjar mean, do you know? Uh, you know, it's a, 
quick here, I think. Let's see. Um, I don't want to speak for them or misquote. They do uh, talk about it. Swedish tradition for nonlinear. Uh, but again, um, all of it's worth kind of settling in, right? So, you know, they came on, uh, upon this, you know, I, I believe in one of their trips to Japan. And, uh, and you know, again, I, I don't want to, I haven't devoured it properly. You know, I, I've spent my my 15 to 20 minutes, you know, uh, you know, well, going through it. It's, it's pretty fun. It's exciting. But uh, um, uh, like Dan, I said, just, Dan just commented that the first 100 people that buy it get a free uh, art print from Dave Koenig. That's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. Oh, did you get one? Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I think Dave is supposed mm -hmm. to be in Richmond this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Uh, no, no, it was uh, this last weekend was the Resurrection Island uh, tattoo. Oh, wait, yeah, where's Dan going? Dan? No, Dan's going to Richmond. That's what you were saying. Yes. I was, no, thinking... I was saying, I think Dave Koenig. Isn't Dave Koenig going to oh, be? Oh, Dave Koenig. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yes. I think so. And he did the poster for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll definitely grab a, grab an issue of that, or I guess go ahead and subscribe to the, for the year to, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, anybody watching this, that loves tattoos. You should probably just go subscribe for the year. I mean, yeah, I, um, I never subscribed to tattoo artist magazine. Mm -hmm. I just bought them, you know, occasionally. Sure. And I wish I had, I wish I had them. I wonder if, can you go back and buy all of like buy bundles of them now i wonder yeah i'm sure you could on ebay yeah yeah uh, yeah it was when i remember the very first issue uh with uh adrian lee i believe it was the first issue with adrian lee might have been the second well first or second i remember all of them I remember, uh, yeah yeah that was a uh, uh, crash but uh you know the, one of the main differences uh you know i don't think jeff and laura are going to be like hammering out of tattoo conventions everywhere and like putting them out through uh, you know wholesalers and whatnot maybe they will um yeah. but uh you know, my guess is that if you subscribe to it, you'll, you know, when, when the issues are done, they'll send them right to you. And, uh, and that's also, as everyone knows, that's the way that you guarantee that projects like this continue is when you, uh, you know, give the regular support. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a, a labor of love. It's an independent magazine. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Uh, yeah. Good. Uh, good stuff. I wonder, I wonder their uh, thoughts on the, digital takeover of um of uh, of the art world here with ai I, prompts I, I think this is it <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> i think this is the response you yeah. know they're, they're being really thoughtful they're making sure the interviews are you know have depth again and are tapping into like what's going on and uh you know i know the covid fuck around with it they were going to interview uh, marcus and uh, kaya up in canada nice uh, they probably still will i'm sure they will mm -hmm. but um yeah no it's uh it's it's fun yeah, yeah like i said it's labor love right so they, they put a lot of thought into it so if uh yeah, yeah. Uh, another comment uh from from dan that jasper has been really great for prompt prompting writing and uh and dan has been using our jasper account more more than i have uh trying to help us with some of the deep dive pages for the new fireside site and i know that's a uh yeah that's a big thing sometimes whenever you're like watching a video and you, you're trying to figure out how to make it sound concise or to expand on it or whatever else it's uh, you just end up in these uh or day with days yeah. that you're in a funk and you can't come up with anything that's yeah. where these, now, these now you things. mentioned not necessarily being threatened because you know they're still using you know as, as a tool and whatnot but what what 
you know, you know, obviously one of the other stories that keeps going around in the news is they put, uh, you know, celebrities are have the money to, to get put under anesthesia to get their tattoos, yeah. you know, from three to four, you know, badass, admit, you know, these days, badass, admittedly celebrities. I know there's one guy who's a, uh, I can't pronounce the names, I'm so hard, but, you know, the point, point is, you know, what happens when the surgeon, you know, the, the robotic surgeon can like, you know, go in there and actually poke the holes you know, yeah. with a, a, a dynamic configuration of needles at the right angle, you know, mm -hmm. while taking the, you know, the blood sugar to see if you need any more, just a little bit of lidocaine at the, you know, so all of a sudden you might not even need to go under yeah. because it's, a, you know, completely precise. Um, yeah. And I suppose that, you know, there's always going to be like the poor man's hand done tattoos that are actually done by electric machines, but yeah. um, right. Those yeah, surgeons are coming. Those robots are coming. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, uh, Oh, I can't even remember who I had the conversation with. Someone a couple of years ago was talking about the ability to um, to design a, a machine to basically put a um, something where the armature bar might be on a machine. So on a pin style machine, maybe something that's just up and above where the cartridge sits that 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 um, uses something like lidar that 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 shoots a laser at the point of contact with the skin and can judge based on the um, the cells and how they're they can it can judge skin trauma and literally disconnect the cartridge from the machine so the machine might still be running but the cartridge would stop would stop poking yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah sure uh, you know so that was uh i was like oh that's that's you know that's interesting so they were they were using it as an example of how you might get optimal uh saturation without overworking the skin my, my thought on that is you probably if you're if you're getting to the point that the thing is recognizing the skin's being overworked that doesn't mean that it's properly saturated it may mean that it's not saturated at all and just beat up but at least sure. you, you might want to know that either way right, uh, right. It might be a uh, you know a tool for for apprentices like when you like kind of like uh whenever my i first got a dirt, a dirt bike for my son we put a governor on there where it wouldn't take off fast and it topped out at like 15 miles an hour right yeah yeah it's it's tra like training that. wheels for the uh for yeah. the machines hey uh, so it sounds like uh there's some questions here in uh in your chat room or, or i guess yeah. this is a reinventing chat room let me uh um so this is one from Dan. So, hey, guys, is it artistically possible to have the focal point of your tattoo in the background? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can have a focal point wherever. The first thing that pops into my mind uh, that would be an example of that, I don't even know if you could still find it, but Nick Baxter did uh, like an eagle with a gas mask holding arrows and stuff probably 15 years ago. But but the foreground is a is a wing that is out of focus. And then the, the midground uh is the actual head of the bird with the uh with the mask on and the you know obviously the trick for that is is, is just the level of it, they just it, it really comes down to contrast and edges so so the foreground shape was much this uh, fella let's say who is it that one Gas mask. Like, I'm, maybe, I'm doing my, I'm doing okay, my best, maybe, man. It's an eagle with okay. a gas mask. Maybe wings. that's the one that I'm thinking of. So, so if you look, that foreground wing on the far uh, right side is completely yeah, yeah. soft edged as it goes down, and then behind that would be the you know the mask and the eagle, which is in focus, sharper edges, higher contrast, and then gets softer again as it goes back to the back wing. And you could use that, like if he had, I feel like he did another one where a wing, it may not be an eagle, I, I might be mixing yeah. up different tattoos, but I feel like he did one where a wing intercepts a lot of the body and maybe even part of the head or something, like it sweeps huh. forward. 
but either way, this is a good example. Okay. Uh, if you can picture that wing sweeping more in front of the gas mask and the and the body of the bird, but still being as soft and out of focus, you know, it is the foreground image, like yeah. the thing closest to you, but it's not the focal point. The focal point's in the midground with the, you know, with the head, and that's done through you know using value contrast and then and then edges. You know, it's kind of funny. In my in my brain, I was thinking um, the highest value thing that you could have in a background that would be a focal point that could be small and in the background. The first thing I thought of was a mushroom cloud. Of course, it's fucking these days too. Yeah. Um, but I think I thought it was ironic that this is a piece that you pulled up. And for me, it's cloud. like, you know, there's a mushroom cloud <laughs> in the background, right? So it's like, even though, you know, from, you know, and, and focal point also could be played with, right? So it's like, you know, yeah. nuclear Armageddon is what's happening, right? Uh, this is in the foreground, but, you know, the story part is fucking right there is coming at you. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. uh, yeah. And, you know, as far as focal points go, it doesn't mean there's not, you know, a single focal point. You typically, you'll have something you want people to recognize first, but then hopefully that leads them to something, you know, else. And there's a secondary element that, you know, that, 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 that pulls them in as well. Uh, cause you want people looking at the design as long as, as long as they can, or as long as you can keep them there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see, we've got another question. Have you seen, uh, these stick on tattoos? So um, I don't know if you've caught the news. I catch the news all the time, but uh, basically they have little patches, you know, so actually this is not a bad, I'll learn jars that we can plug, but like if each of these was like little needles, so it almost looks oh. like a little needle pad and then they stick the needles on you and you could keep it in there for a little while. I presume that's what they're talking about. Maybe this is from uh, Tommy K. Um, the needles puncture your skin and, and deposit ink or no? Exactly. Yes. I believe yeah. now I've seen a story that's gone through the Google. I'm presuming that this, what, that's what this question is about. Um, oh. You know, and you, there's a couple of different stories. I think there's maybe, you know, there's some, uh, there's a YouTube channel that's got like all the pop tattoo stuff that goes around with it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, cool. I guess like, I, I don't fight over, I wouldn't want to fight over like entry level tattoos that you could just stick on like a sticker like that. Like, I mean, mm. you know, those are great tattoos for apprentices to learn how the skin works and how the, how to control the, the machines and stuff. So I would prefer that instead of people sticking on something like that, they go to a, a tattooer and get it done for real. Uh, but on the other hand, if at some point there's a sticker like that that could do a tattoo that's somewhat convincing, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say about it except for fucking shit moves on. Now, the ones that I've seen, they don't look that great. You know, it looks like there's, you know, the needles aren't that close. It's, you know, it doesn't, they're not super impressive or whatever. But that said, you know, you put that there and then you put one next to it and next to it and you could have a three-step process where all of a sudden you get a little bit of cool. I don't know. They have, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. my question is, what do you think? Tony, what do you think about uh, the stick on tattoos? I, I can't even, I can't, I can't quite, I mean, I can visualize what you're saying. I would love to see it, it you know, put to use. I, I can't imagine that, yeah, to, exactly. I think that, if, I mean, unless the needles are, even if the needles are right up against each other, you're still going to see individual kind of dots. So I can't imagine how you would get any color saturation that that way uh yeah maybe you could do it like uh screen printing t-shirts where you just have a registration mark and you like drop all your blacks in and then drop your reds and then drop your yellows uh -huh. and then you end up with a finished tattoo uh -huh. you know I, I, i'm sure i told the story before but i could tell one more time i'll try to, to expedite it a little bit but somewhat similar to this question i suppose and um, you know there was a tattoo convention empire state in, in new york that i went to with guy one year 
And so I was working in the, the booth with them. And, uh, you know, we were kind of up in the balcony over the rounds. So there was plenty of time where we weren't like super slammed, right? And there was this, this fellow who was selling uh, inks or at an ink company started talking to a guy. And he's like, hey, you know, I, I make inks that they disappear after a year. Uh, yeah, and like guy didn't run them right off. I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to go very far. But guy didn't run them off. He's like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then the guy was forward enough. He's like, well, let me tell you about him. So then he started telling guy about these inks that are going to disappear in a year. And he's talking about getting investment money, big thing, how many people, how much money guy can make by doing these tattoos on people that'll disappear after a year. And, and you know, and again, I'm not his man. I'm not guy's manager or nothing. I work, you know, if he's at an event of mine, I might be like, you know, guy, we're, we're, we're really busy. Can you come over here? I'm like, do you, but I'm like, whatever, write a show. And you could talk to a guy as long as I'm, I'm not, I'm just going to, I'm listening. And I'm thinking of all the fucking clever things I'm going to say in my head, right? To this guy who's trying to convince guy to use disappearing ink. And uh, finally, after like five or 10 minutes, because he gets to his full pitch, guy's perfectly patient, you know, there's no one, nothing else going. And, uh, and then the guy goes, so what, what, what do you think? And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, what is guy going to say? I've been waiting for five, you know, five minutes, almost maybe more. And uh, he goes, well, I don't think anybody wants to pay my day rate for a tattoo that will disappear after a year. Yeah. And I was like, how reasonable. Yeah, you know he wasn't snarky he didn't yeah. fucking piss the guy like he was just yeah. explained to him in plain english his thoughts on you know yeah. it's okay other people could do that but no one's gonna you know it doesn't really involve me much and um yeah. you know so yeah. a, a lot of questions like that but you know, um, yeah and that that those there there is a market for that that a company that's doing that exact thing just got a massive in, investment 20 plus million I'm sure it's the same. To, yeah, yeah i'm, I'm near positive the same company yeah yeah uh, the, I know we're about to wrap it up. Um, we cut one. Let's see. We've got a couple more. I think Dan's pulling questions from other chat rooms and put them in fireside. Ah, uh, cool. doing a uh, let's see, do, doing a wolf tattoo tomorrow, black and gray. The first few times, uh, the fur was too wide, so I was wondering to use a three round line or someplace to make it work. Is it more the angle, the curved mag the tail oh, just trying to figure out how to do fur yeah there's i mean there's not a single way to, to tattoo fur layering i think is is important you know making sure that you're not overworking the skin getting down thinking about the big shapes first you know the light side of the fur and the dark side of the fur so blocking in the masses first and then coming back maybe with yeah. it doesn't matter the needle configuration you could do it with you know small liners you could do it with a mag turned on its side um you know it's just a matter of not overworking the skin um uh, stepping away from it squinting your eyes making sure that the masses read one place that people mess up a lot with fur is that they get they they get too caught up in the detail and they end up flattening the whole thing out so when you see wolf heads that look like they're you know like this like completely flat it's that there, there's so much detail in the shadow shapes that is trying to to grab attention from the from the light side so make sure that you're able to squint and read the form as a sphere as a cylinder or whatever it is and that's far more important than the texture of the fur but um oh. I also I do have a who the fuck done it tattoo because we can't okay. not do the segment. All right, we're down to the last two minutes. We better get it done. Lauren, are you here? Are you gonna do the? I'm here. <laughs> okay. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Look at that shit. Speaking of uh, black uh, and gray. Not a David mm. Gluck. Not David Gluck, right? Not uh, David Gluck. Good. David Gluck. Good, good call. Good. Good. Yeah. David. Yeah. On awesome. the the, I guess the right leg, but the the one more healed piece looks like his work, in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good guess. Do we have any action in the chat rooms? This is a, oh, I love this guy. He's been around, uh, well, not, you know, not for a while in, in America in a while, but. Uh, not so Robin not, Lee Coates, right? No, definitely not. Nope. Uh, uh, not, Ameri not American. So we can okay. uh, start to, to narrow it down. Mm. Yeah. And I'm bad at this game. 
not American. World uh, famous, no doubt. World famous. Oh shoot, that should be a giveaway. A partner uh, with a uh, another world class tattooer with a world class shop in the... not, not New York. Nope, not New York. People, if people, if anybody starts guessing countries, we could start narrowing it down. Venezuela. Do you play hot and cold like this? Oh jeez, yeah. Venezuela. Oh, I can't. I can't call out who's. Uh, no, no, not Venezuela. Nope, not not South America. An English speaker, native English speaker. Oh, yeah. I gave that one away. Well, I guess there's a, little, a fair amount of countries where people will speak uh, English. Okay. Um, okay. So not it, Tom. It, uh, no. A Canadian? Nope, no, nope. but the, the the most colonial of the countries, I suppose, uh, from England. I, I don't know if that's fair to yeah. say because uh, there's probably some others that can compete for that title. But uh, okay, so we got a, a badass English uh, tattooer. You, you, there's a double photo-y thing kind of going on that yeah, that, they, that he does fairly thing. often. They, uh, I can, I have to see any any other any last uh, from mm, Spain? Nope, uh, not from Spain. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, okay. I'm gonna scroll down. Should I do it? Should I do it? Oh, Jason Butcher, I did it. Boom. Oh man, I wouldn't have guessed him. That's Jason, a really nice. Uh, okay. Jason Butcher, fucking uh, out of control. Uh, yeah, nice. That's why it's called the game of uh, of guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his work here. Uh, uh, that's really cool. Always appreciate the. Uh, his work and uh, and again he's got uh, what's the uh, studio there? Um, oh, we're over. Sorry, uh, sorry, Jason. Can't yeah. plug your uh, studio, but you should go yeah. do a search for Jason Butcher Tattoo. Absolutely, and uh, go do guest spots at his shop. Get hired by them if you can. All right. Well, anyone uh, anyone coming to the Richmond Tattoo and Arts Festival this weekend? Make sure to swing by the Fireside Booth. Say hello. Uh, we're going to be podcasting, tattooing a little bit, mainly podcasting, walking around with the camera. Maybe another rapid fire thing. Shoot me some rapid fire ideas. Oh, and likewise, if you're going to be at the Needle Jig Northeast meetup that's happening the Monday and Tuesday after, I think the 24th and 25th, um, or if you want to beam in online, we're doing a webinar version. So if you go to uh, needlejig.com, then uh, yeah, there's uh, live tickets and or virtual tickets. We're beaming out from Jiminy Peak, so it should be uh, a fun time. Awesome. All right. Sorry, sorry, Lauren. Lauren, are you going to pop in just to, uh, to say goodbye? Yeah, thanks, guys. I'll uh, definitely be here next week. I'm excited to hear how Richmond goes. Lauren's in her pajamas. She's going back to bed. <laughs> no, uh -huh. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I have some cool pictures to show you next week from some of the shoots that we did out there. So awesome. you guys will like them. Can't wait. All, All right. right. See you guys later. Have, fun. have a good Cheers. week.